Hey guys, I'm hopping right back to it from the streets of Munich. I'm this week in Munich um, I got the opportunity to stay in this apartment here in Munich and I was really hyped to be here. I'm really like right off the streets of Munich, hopping into the podcast real quick to share a thought that I had this morning with you. And the thing that I wanted to talk about today was the drive that you have to have in business. I thought about this today because yesterday I had kind of like, you could say, you call this in creative writer's block, which, which is in a situation where you usually can't process the actual editing things that you want to do or something. Most of the time it's something creative. So, for example, I wanted to write a blog article yesterday and I just wasn't able to execute upon that. And what I kind of did was try to first get some other podcasts and blogs in and then I wanted to also record a podcast I'm recording right now and I just had a super huge blog yesterday. Yesterday was just not a good day of execution for me. And what I wanted to talk about today was the drive and I don't know if you can kind of like understand what I'm trying to say by drive but what I mean by drive is the is the force that makes you execute on a daily basis. So if you still go to school or if you have a day-to-day job that you need to execute on, you go there and you get the tasks that you got to do and that's it. But, but when you're an entrepreneur, what you got to do is you got to come up with your own tasks, you got to come up with your own things that you need to execute on. And it's not only the execution, it's also on the other hand, the strategy. So when you work in a day-to-day job, let's say in an office, or if you go to school, it's basically the same thing. First of all, you if you get the strategy, you get only bits and pieces of it, so you can actually execute. But most of the time, you're going to get the strategy, so you don't have to think about that at all. And on the execution level, you just have to do what you have to do. What your boss tells you, what your teachers tell you, um... On the other hand, if you are an entrepreneur, you gotta come up with your own strategy and you gotta also come up with your own execution. And what I mean by that is your energy that forces you or makes you execute on something. So some people have the ambition to earn as much money as possible and that's kind of like the drive that they have. The problem with that is at some point, money is not gonna like fool them enough to execute and then they like kind of have problems in the back end but for most people i would say that they come into business with an ambition to earn as much money as possible get successful go to los angeles drive super sports cars fuck the best models in the world and if you go in with that mentality you're pretty much gonna get put out of business by people that are more ambitious than you and they don't focus on money most of the time. They focus on solving problems or creating great solutions for other people. So what I thought about yesterday was that I kind of like didn't have the drive and coming back to like the execution thing and writer's block. And I think like when I heard this first, I thought that writer's block is only meant by obviously not being able to write if you're writing a novel or a screenplay, but it's actually, I think it's getting over to other topics in a creative space. So just in general, if you got some thing that you want to execute on, something that you want to do, but you just can't do it for whatever reason and you don't really know what the reason for that is, you kind of like stumble around, you wait, and maybe you get kind of like confused because you don't know why you don't execute but it's just nothing happening and I think this is a topic that especially like 
as more people go into the space of entrepreneurialism, um, that you need to really focus on that and working on that. And I can talk about this because I have the same problem myself. I experience a lot of time the lack of drive that I have in business and creating content. If you're a content creator, I'm sure you have this, that you you know you have to create massive amounts of content, but you just you just don't do it. And Tony Robbins mentioned this, that a successful career usually consists of 10% strategy and 90% execution. Because I would guess that with the internet in place and with especially Google in place, which really so many people don't utilize, you don't know how to do Facebook ads, just fucking Google it. There's going to be a blog article, there's going to be a online course and if you don't get the money for an online course you can find a way to hack around that you can share it with someone the information is out there and this is why it gets super interesting because now it's really only about being comfortable with doing things that you're not familiar with aka executing without knowing what the outcome is going to be which basically is business so what people kind of get confused that it's all about strategy and you got to find out a way to do it and oh my god i'm afraid to do xyz because i don't know what's going to what's going to come out of it but the thing is really no one actually knows what's going to come out of it and the people that are successful in business are usually the people that either use mistakes from other people in their past and I wouldn't even say mistakes but like just experience of things that worked and things that didn't work and a huge huge part is they execute on things that they don't know are gonna work because they don't care about the results they care about the long-term vision they care about what their goal is and I think that's what's connected to drive is having a long-term ambition which is not making massive amounts of money but for example helping a certain group of people and this is where you got the drive and the drive you gotta have it somewhere and I think if you don't have the drive some people say that you should basically stop and do something else because you're born with the drive but I'm on the other hand on the opinion that you can develop the drive over time through influencing your surroundings, through really working on it and seeing what other people do that kind of have the drive and really get influenced by outside sources. And what I see with the massive amounts of people that want to start a business, that want to be content creators, influencers, that want to be in an entrepreneurial space, they talk a big game but they don't execute. So what I'm these days really interested in is pe seeing people that talk what they're going to do and then what they're like actually going to execute on. And the funny thing is like I'm at the same situation. It's not like I'm Warren Buffett or anybody else like Gary Vee or anything. The thing is I'm just really interested to see which people are going to execute on the stuff that they're going to say and which people are just talking a bit game but never doing anything. And obviously, I want to include myself in that category of talking a big game, but not really executing anything. But by kind of like watching other people and being self-aware about myself, it gets me this kind of drive that I'm... So I think that your drive consists of different sources. Some people are just born with it, popped out of their mom and got it. And obviously, that's not the case usually what's happened with people that got the drive just by 
having it and they don't know where it comes from. So they say, yeah, I've been born with it. And I think it comes from their really first memories in life, which basically is influenced by their surroundings, aka their parents. So if someone has a big drive that I just see and they don't source this from anywhere else, it's usually their parents and like their influence in their really, really young ages of their career and not of their career in their lives, actually. So these people usually will tell you that you you got to be born with it and it just came from somewhere and if you don't have it, that's it. And I think that is not a great mentality to be in business. Obviously, for the people that it works for, it's obviously like no problem for them because they got the drive because it was developed in a really early stage of their lives, which is always the most powerful thing. And that's why those people are usually more successful than other people because other people have to work harder on rewiring themselves. So you just have to reverse engineer and take what they did in their early stages of their lives or what happened to them and apply to your own life. So if someone had parents that were just really hustlers that always pushed through and really parented them in the direction where they are really set up for business, it's going to be good for them. But now you have to reverse engineer for yourself. If you didn't have those parents that like are always hustling, that are always parenting you in a way that it's going to be successful for your entrepreneurial career, you just have to reverse engineer and take what happened to them in their early stages of their lives. So you got to, as I mentioned in the prior podcast episode, you got to check your surroundings and if they're not clear and probably if you have to reverse engineer, they're probably not going to be correct. So you have to reverse engineer what happened to people that are successful and apply to your own life. So my first step would be to really refresh your surroundings and get under people that are successful. So really for me, it is going to be, first of all, creating a team and building up a team for myself. So if it's a little bit more an earlier stage, just meeting with someone like maybe a friend or someone you met from Instagram or whatever that has the same ambition with you, like starting a business or being successful or just making their life more successful, I think it would be a great idea to just meet up with them, sit together and not talk or anything because I think that goes back to strategy, which is only 10%. It's just being surrounded by people that have the same ambition as you is always going to create a better future for yourself because you're all at the end of the day reaching for a certain goal, which other people may be not that are currently in your surroundings. So finding someone that also have an entrepreneurial mindset really helps you creating that drive because it becomes more of a standard for yourself if you see other people doing that as well. And this goes back to really basic psychology where it's seeing what other people do and really just replicating on what they do and what works. And it's just a representation for your brain to see, okay, other people are doing the same thing. So why don't I just also execute and really work as hard as they do because you want to keep up with them and your brain is going to tell, oh my God, this guy over there, he's doing this and that. And you, if, if those are the only people that you're seeing because you're working so much, it's going to be represented in your own execution because your brain is going to think, oh my God, everybody is doing it. So why wouldn't we do it too? Because humans are really, really deep down wired to connect with groups and 
kind of like work together as a group and if you're let's say working alone but you also have a partner which is doing some other stuff but you're both hustling you're both working hard it's gonna signal to your brain oh my god everybody else is doing it so we have to do it too it's just normal it's just our standard and this is why when you are in an office you adapt to a certain stigma there and to a certain work environment because you see other people that's doing the same shit and if it's over time gonna be continued like that it's gonna be normal to your brain and you're just gonna execute on that so moving somewhere else where there's more hustlers and more people that work hard and have bigger ambitions it's gonna help you and if you at the same time then see people that want to do the same shit as you it's gonna be like a race and there's people that are absolutely not okay with that that would actually burn out or get aggressive or think that they're gonna fail because there are other people but for example me it would be better for me if i see someone that it's doing the same shit as me and just executing in their fucking face so i think to mention what i'm currently thinking about is first of all getting a team because or like building a team is because I want to be accountable to someone, which I've seen in the past is really something that works for me. So you have to, again, really be self-aware. And this is why Gary mentioned it so often, because self-awareness is something that's really important in business. And for myself, I know that I can execute better for other people. So but at the same you, time, I don't want to be and it's told not. what I have to do in order to achieve certain things. So... That's why it might be a great hack for me to just take other people and make me accountable to them. And then step one, as I mentioned, would be just getting new surroundings and locking in with people that are also ambitious and working towards a goal, which shows your brain that there's other people that are doing the same shit as you. And it's kind of like a little bit of a competition because you're going to work maybe 10 hours a day and the other guy is going to work 11 hours and you're not going to hop on the couch and watch some Netflix or anything because you're going to see, oh fuck, like my accountable partner, he's working and I, ca I can't go to the couch now and I know there's stuff to do. It's just if I'm alone at home and I try to execute on something, it's going to be, okay, so... I've done this, I could do XYZ, but I could also just watch Netflix now, which they got this new show on, which seems really cool, so I would like to hop into that and just see what's going on, and then you're kind of like stuck there for 6 hours, and then you hop over to YouTube and watch that another 12 hours, so it really comes back to having an ambition, what your long-term vision is gonna be, and then transforming that into your day-to-day -day drive, which fuels your execution level. And at the same time, you got to step out of your comfort zone. And I think what really could help you with that is, again, like your surroundings. So getting other people connected with you that are also like trying to hustle. Because if you're in something together, it's always easier to do something new than when you're alone. So when you try to execute on something new, it's going to be much easier for you because you got a team that you can or someone else that you can discuss what you just done with and kind of like kick back and forth back ideas, which are going to help you on executing. And I think it's really about 
being aware that you have to set out out of your comfort zone to do something something special something huge and if you want to be the one percent you know that you have to do something that other people didn't do and maybe weren't really comfortable with doing so you have to step out of your comfort zone and what could help you with that is other people and I think think that drive is something that you can develop and that's why it was so important for me to drop out of school as soon as possible because as soon as you start developing a new way of living and start to rewire your brain and creating the drive that you need in order to achieve success in business, the sooner you start, the better. So when someone comes right out of school and starts their business, it's not going to be possible for them because they are in a completely different way of living and they don't have the standards to achieve what they want to do. So if you are in a job that you absolutely hate and let's say you're 30 it's gonna be way harder for you to start doing something because you have completely other standards on the other hand you might be so frustrated in your job that you are at first fueled by that but i think this is gonna fade away the thing is it depends on how hard your pain threshold has been attacked in those ages where you've been working for someone else but I think this is going to fade away at some point in time so it's really important to find your your really core source of drive which should never be fooled either by anger or by money. So this concludes the fourth episode of my podcast experience. I think this is a topic that I'm going to cover really really often and something that I'm working on myself so that's why I can talk about it way more and I would really like you to give me some feedback on the things that I talked about and maybe share your own point of view on what you think about drive and what you think about my mindset that I share with you and I think this can create a conversation where it can really help a lot of people because these days it's really important that you have the drive and that you develop it over time so Thanks for listening and see you in the next podcast.